to the Go Serve Others podcast, where we explore topics around leading, mentoring, and serving others. I'm your host, Mark Shropshire, and welcome to the Go Serve Others podcast. This is episode five, and we're continuing a conversation about mentorship. Today's topic is getting the most out of your mentorship, and this is second in a series of three. We've already talked about how to find a mentor. Today, we're going to talk about getting the most out of your mentorship, and next week, we will chat up about how to um, be the best mentor that you can be, so kind of looking at the mentorship from both sides from the mentor and the mentee. So today we're going to talk about three important action steps to get the most out of your mentorship. This is on you. That's the uh, TLDR of this, I guess you could say. It's totally on you to get the most out of it. It's not your mentor's responsibility. You have to kind of drive it. And it's a big ask to have someone be your mentor. So you want to make sure that there's a value uh, for value both ways. Uh, between you and your mentor, you know, both should get value out of it. That'll help uh, keep the relationship going strong. It'll help it last uh, as long as needed, at least in the mentorship capacity. Hopefully you'll come out of it being friends and and folks that can check in long term um, uh, throughout your uh, careers and lives and all that sort of thing. But um, depending on the type of mentorship, uh, we at least want to get you want to have everybody get some value out of it. So everyone looks forward to the meetings. So, to kick off here, number one on getting the most out of your mentorship is to prepare, prepare, and prepare. So, we don't want to show up for a meeting or have a call with a mentor without a clear plan on what you'd like to discuss. So, think about the next meeting ahead of time, usually not 30 minutes before. Um, Be thinking about it uh, since maybe your last meeting or if you haven't had it your first meeting, you know, take the time, you know, a week before, start thinking about it, start taking notes, start collecting those notes. Um, then make sure that you ha- that you can share what you'd like to discuss and some of your questions and, and uh, discussion topics with your mentor ahead of time. That'll give them time to think through some other uh, counterpoints and other um, ideas they may have to contribute to. So giving the mentor time to also uh, plan a little bit would be great. They may not have time to plan. That's okay. But you still uh, can drive the conversation with having some type of an agenda, basically, some type of plan. You also want to share um, uh, a set of goals and, um, you know, plan those goals. You know, what are your goals? So not only goals for the next meeting, but goals for, uh, you know, maybe a period of your mentorship, maybe even longer term. You know, what what is the big picture goal? Um, kind of like casting that um that vision for where you would like to be. Share that with your mentor. That can help them um, know on know the things to focus on the most. Uh, the, the mentor can then go, hey, maybe I shouldn't even, you know, don't even need to get into some of these other topics because they're not going to really drive us to the vision that the mentee is seeking. So, um, so basically, plan, 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 plan for each meeting. Uh, each meeting drives to uh, small goals that help you get to those big picture visions that you uh, that you want to have. And, and the other important part is just sharing all of this with your mentor. Don't keep it from them till you show up at the meeting. Try to share uh, share with them as much as you can up front. 
And obviously at the meetings, things are just going to happen naturally and new things will come up and that's cool. That's, uh, that's what they're about. Number two is going to be honesty and gratitude. So you want to share honestly, you want to have gratitude uh, for your mentor, um, you know, during meetings, for instance, you know, be honest where you're at. Uh, you're not there to impress your mentor. Uh, they probably know a lot about where you're at and have probably been there. They probably understand. So there's really no point in trying to, you know, you're not trying to uh, uh, interview. Um, you're not trying to candy coat anything. And and I hope even if you're interviewing for a job that you're being honest. Um, people pick up on that really quickly. But be honest uh, with your mentor on, on where you're at and where you want to be. No point in uh, hiding that. Uh, that goes into being transparent. We talked about that quite a bit on this podcast. So being transparent about challenges um, that you've had, maybe even during that week, maybe that day, um, late breaking news kind of things. So you can be transparent. Hey, this has been really tough. It, you know, a lot of the things have gone well, but here are some things that are really challenging for me. That's the only way you'll grow. And you're really, you know, without the mentor, uh, you're, uh, think about what you wouldn't have with a mentor. There's a good chance you're going to have some advice you can take and apply. Also keep in mind that mentors are human and they may not have advice that you can apply right away. Um, but you're looking for those really special moments, those special bits of advice out of the big picture, um, that kind of keep driving you to that vision. Um, and, um, I think that'll, that'll pay off a lot. So be honest, be transparent, make sure to ask questions and learn while you listen. So this is more than just active listening. Uh, we talked about this, I guess, a episode or two ago. But more than you hear a lot of people talk about active listening, this is more than act. This is more than just actively listening and being in the moment. Of course, you should be in the moment. Should have phones away, devices away, all that stuff. But make sure that you are learning while you listen. So think about how you will apply what you're, you know, the advice you're given, the uh, experiences you're listening to. How would you apply that in your situation? And then talk about it during the meeting. Um, so I think that's good. Um, make sure that both parties um, have close to equal time to talk. So nobody should consume the conversation. I'm consuming this podcast conversation because at this moment, I cannot hear from you. But you certainly don't want a mentorship meeting to sound like this podcast. Shouldn't be a lecture from the mentor and it shouldn't be a lecture from the mentee. This is not lecture style. This is really a, should be a natural conversation that's built around a framework of goals and vision and the discussion items that you want to discuss. The rest of it should happen naturally. At the end of your meeting time, make sure, this is back to gratitude, being grateful to your mentor. Make sure that you sincerely thank your mentor for taking the time. This has to be real. Don't use my words. Use your own words. But don't forget to thank them. Don't forget to occasionally uh, thank your mentor outside of meetings. You know, send them a thank you note. And guess what? A written thank you card goes a long way with people. Uh, it's a lot, a uh, little bit, not a lot, but a little bit more effort than just firing off an email. So definitely consider a personal thank you card. Number three of our three uh, action steps is to perform post-meeting follow-up and periodic reviews. So you want to prepare an email or some other messaging, it could be Slack or, or whatever, but you want to have some type of standard communications method that works for both of you. And you want to list the items that were discussed, 
from your notes and you want to share those action items that uh, that you're going to try to work on and things that you can talk about then and follow up for the next meeting. So it's really good to just have some follow-up communication afterwards. This is not the mentor's responsibility. This is your responsibility. This is similar to how I feel about one-on-ones with managers. You know, you have a one-on-one meeting with your manager. Um, if the manager doesn't send follow-up, then you should send follow-up, or you should at least reply to the follow-up that they may send. Somebody should have some follow-up um, to say, these are the things we discussed. Here's notes. Make sure everybody agrees on them. Is there anything missing so that you, you make sure you captured everything? It's really helpful for both parties, but it, you can't expect the mentor to do that. So definitely you do that if that, you know, if there's no other way, um, it's even preferable. I think it shows effort. It shows investment to the mentor that you're taking it serious. So you also want to look at periodic reviews. And what I mean by that is, and the reason I'm using something really loose like the word periodic is because that can be whatever works for you and the mentor in the kind of the situation. But if you've ha- if you're having a um, if you're getting together every couple of weeks for coffee uh, or lunch, and uh, you know it makes sense to quarterly uh, kind of go do a review, then then you could do that. You could also do it once a month. Probably no uh, more often than that. But what you want to do with those is ask the mentor what's the mo- what's the uh, key value. Uh, the key uh, that they value the most out of the relationship. So kind of an open-ended starter question to, to, to talk about. And this can be, this is great to just do in person, honestly. Um, what do you get the most out of this relationship? You could also do it in uh, email or something like that if you want to give them time to think about it and not be under pressure in a meeting uh, to, to give you the answers. But definitely ask them, what are they getting out of this relationship? What could you do to uh, uh, help them? Uh, also, what could you do to mentor them? Is there things that they would like to know more, you know, something that would help them out? That may catch a mentor by surprise because these relationships are often viewed by uh, mentors and mentees as a one-way street. It is absolutely not, shouldn't be, ideally. So ask them what you can do for them. Um, this is part of serving others. This is part of giving back. Um, there is absolutely no way that there's not something a mentor could learn from a mentee. And they probably already have if you just ask them. So that's another thing in the reviews to do. And then you want to talk about any changes to upcoming meetings, any changes to the format, the communications, anything that would help facilitate uh, more productive sessions, um, you know, what could be done better. Uh, And so you can make this as informal or formal as you and the mentor uh, wishes it to be. So just take take a stab at it. Try something. Um, tell them why you're doing it. Some of these reasons we just outlined why you want to have these periodic reviews and they can be pretty short. You know, they can be a a 10 minute discussion and they could go a little bit longer, but that's, that's okay. Just, uh, it's again, showing your investment in the relationship, uh, to your mentor, showing that you care about it. You're working on it. This is not something you signed up for because, uh, you know, a professor told you, you should have a mentor. This is something because you care about growing and learning and those types of things. So again, the three important action steps to get the most out of your mentorship. Again, this is on you. And remember, it's always a, this is driven around. It's a big ask to have someone be your mentor. Number one, prepare, prepare, prepare. So anything you can do to plan and and be ready for meetings and reviews and that sort of thing. Number two is Always share honestly and always have gratitude uh, in the relationship. 
Number three, perform those post-meeting follow-ups and then periodic reviews of, of the relationship. And this sounds very formal, but I do want to say um, you have to have some formal framework to make, um, I think, to make these types of things successful. But keep in mind that in between this framework of a mentorship uh, relationship, you really want things to be natural. You know, you don't, every, there needs to be space and margin and room for you to just have those natural discussions and let's see where things go. So I don't take any of this as um, it has to be rigid and, and um, you know, has to be laid out in a very business-like sense. You need to work through the mentorship discussions on, a, on what really works best to bring value for you and for your mentor. So in closing, thank you for being a part of this episode. Remember, we can all lead, mentor, and serve.